What's up, boys and girls? Uh, this is Take It to the Hub, episode 17. Um, I'm here, host Roan Hart, alongside uh, Dylan Lee and Owen Yanker. Uh, later, we'll have Will Bodendorfer on the phone. Will here Bodendorfer is. is here, calling in. He's a little bit sick today. How you doing, Will? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing today? All right. Thanks, Will. That was great <laughs> hearing from you. Uh, we'll see you next week. I uh, <laughs> love hearing from him. Always keeps the spirits up, even when he's in a time of complete crisis, really. So, Rowan, what are we going to talk about this episode? Um, today we're going to talk about lack of ultimate frisbee at DHS. Um, now, a lot of people say Da Vinci has a team, and I don't know if... I think I speak for all of us when I say DHS has the athletics to create a team, and I'm wondering who's well, going to take here's the, the thing about Here's the thing about ultimate frisbee. So, Da Vinci does have a team, and they're not even one of the better teams. Did you know that? There are, enough, there are enough ultimate frisbee teams that our Da Vinci team is not even a very good team. Wow. Now... That being said, if we play Ultimate Frisbee, we better be good at it. I don't want any, like, you know, unranked Ultimate Frisbee teams coming out of Davis High. That's just too much. So if Davis High did have an Ultimate Frisbee team, would they be competing directly against the Da Vinci Ultimate team, or would it be a combined effort? That's definitely a question. Um, In my Ultimate Frisbee experience, I'd say uh, my parents have a league of mostly 40 and up men that I come and play in, (laughs) where I am by far the most athletic. Um... (laughs) With those, there are a lot of times where old guys with cleats on go a lot harder than you, and the non-contact aspect allows for um, a very weird play. You know, it's a gentleman's game, I'd say, gentleman's game. So It is. It's the true definition. Definitely a, a tough game, one to, uh, to get going at DHS, but I think we can have a team. Dylan, is this something that you see that um, Davis High could allow for ILS credit in the future? Well, for sure. Um, but first of all, I'd like to just raise up another thing, uh, a problem I have with Ultimate Frisbee um, in the name. Um, you don't see any other sport sitting around calling themselves Ultimate. It seems a little pretentious to me. It seems a little a little excessive, you know. Ultimate Frisbee sounds kind of, you know, oh, well, we think we're a big deal. Um, I don't really buy it. I've seen Ultimate Frisbee. Uh, it's pretty It's pretty much a garbage sport. If, and, I, could, um, if I could butt in there, uh, there is the Super Bowl. Uh, now some could yeah, argue that's an that event the word in football. Super they don't call it it is also the largest sporting event on the planet, basically. Uh, well, they still yeah. use the word super. I would so. say that super is justified in that there are actually people who watch and play it. Oh. Yeah. Also, they don't call Fair it super point. football, Rowan. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that'll wrap up our little uh, ultimate portion. The next thing we're going to talk about is um, Davis High Lacrosse. Rowan is actually a captain on the Davis High Lacrosse yep. team, and I think you guys have your last game of the regular season this Friday. Is that right? Yep. Uh, on Friday, we have senior night against Oak Ridge. Already beat them by seven goals, but um, they're going to be coming out with fire. Uh, we're going to celebrate uh, past gems like uh, Jake Hammond and Justin Reno with some of their last times on the old Ron and Mary Brown Stadium field. So, um, so talk about, Let's uh, obviously you guys have had a really successful season thus far, only a few wins. How do you guys feel going into the playoffs? Um, we feel good. Um, you know, it depends on how hard we go with team haircuts. Uh, whether, right. you know, we have, uh, we made a rule in the beginning of the season that you weren't allowed to cut your hair, and a lot of people broke that rule, so I don't know how psyched people are for playoffs. But um, usually we'll probably see Granite Bay in the championship game. That will be a doozy of a contest. Um, 
But after that, we're looking to go um, farther than any past Davis High School team has gone in playoffs. So, um, you, so you mentioned haircuts. Is there a certain haircut style that you're looking forward to doing to a certain person on the team? Um, you know, Justin Reno, if you remember the Friar last year. I do was remember classic. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where you bald the top of his head. Looks like an old man. Um, that one's definitely a classic. Uh, nice. can, can we see that coming back this postseason? I would like to see it coming back this postseason. I don't know who has the balls for it, though. <laughs> uh, we're looking for somebody to step up. Could possibly be um, a Jake Hammond-type character, but I don't see that happening. I don't think um, Jake Hammond has the, the skill level, the ability yeah. to really pull that one off. Yeah, then from what I've seen for him this season, I don't know. I don't, know if I don't he think the he ability. has it. Yeah. There's a, Tom Thornton, one of the bigger concerns is... His thin hair, if we cut it off, uh, whether it grows back or yeah. not, is definitely a concern. Jeez. <laughs> so him, we might be a little leeway on giving him too much. Because, you know, enjoy it while it lasts when it comes to hair. Absolutely. Um, so, so you mentioned you're playing Oak Ridge on Friday, senior night, beat him by seven last time. Yep. What are your predictions for the game this Friday? Um, You know, they're going to come out with fire, but once we drop f- probably four in the first quarter on them, they're going to be realizing that, uh-oh, you know, we're going to lose to these guys again. Um. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, Oak Ridge has some fast players. Um, their goalie's decent, but really, I mean, Davis High's offense has been uh, clicking recently. And uh, on the defensive side of things, we've um, also been able to string together terrific performances. So uh, the unfortunate part about that is if we beat them, uh, then we have to play them again probably during playoffs, which would be the third meeting of the season. And at that point, it just gets a little weird. You're like, oh, you guys again? That's the third time this season. Um, something coming up, uh, women's lacrosse senior night is tonight. Um, celebrating gems like uh, Anna Bellinas, Sarah Sherwin. Um, any thoughts on that, fellas? Well, I have been at almost every single one of the women's lacrosse games this season. They, I've been at too many. Too many? Oh, yeah, so well, too. Yeah. kind of rude, but all right. Um, they they're uh, they're fun to watch. They've got an interesting style. They actually changed it halfway through the season. They were more of a rapid fire team uh, towards the get go, but now they're more of a spread it out, um, clean goal kind of approach. Um, they're playing, I believe, Amador Valley. Is that uh, no? No, that's not right. I don't know who it is. I think it's a blowout though. They're playing. They're they're gonna blow the other people out. That's 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 how they do it. Um, it'll be a fun game to watch. You should get out there tonight if you're not doing anything. Uh, Rowan mentioned Anna Bellinas, Sarah Sherwin, Isabel Reale Vasquez. Um, who else do we got out there? Julia Zabala, um, Isabel Babich. I know I'm forgetting a few, but uh, fun to watch them. You should get out there. Um, For what sure. Do you, what do you think the that. introduction of uh, healthy Camille Renault to the field adds to this team? Oh, it's Is it's oh, it's been. It, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I can't I can't put to words how how key Camille is to at least the scoring for the team. I mean, um, towards the beginning of the season, it was multiple people scoring, and you can see the difference immediately as soon as she's come back to full strength, moving to, um, did she, is she at attack? Uh, she's, she's starting at attack. She yeah. started at attack just kind of to get back yeah. from her injury, but now she's actually, she's in scoring position now. She's been hitting, she's been bending the net every single game, past three games. I think she's had multiple goals. Um, she's obviously a force to be reckoned yeah. with out there. And I think soon she was an honorable mention All American uh, last year, and um, I think uh, soon she'll be able to play at the midfield position again if her coach uh, lets her come back from her injury. Um, but yeah, definitely a force to be reckoned with. So yeah, definitely players to watch if you're out there tonight: Camille Renault, Nicole Pugh, Anna Bolinas. That's your big three right there. Big three. Yep. Yep. Um. All right. So 
Uh, let's take things over to the Chell real quick. Uh, take things up to the Great White North. We got um, some good action going on this week as the playoffs are beginning. Uh, first round, some series have already wrapped up. Um, we've got the Sharks. The who, Sharks, local team right there. Uh, remarkably, have not choked thus far. Not yet. They already eliminated the Kings, who are you know perennially contenders in the Chell. Right. Um, always good. Always... Um, a team that you expect to pretty much make a run for, but this year the Sharks took them out early. Um, their their annual choke is expected to come next round, though. Um, meanwhile, over in the East, the Blackhawks have already been eliminated. They're always a good team, um, really popular team. Uh, they got some great players too, with Kane and uh, Jonathan Taves, and they're already out. So already two of the big contenders have been uh, eliminated. So let's talk about some of the smaller contenders. I know you. You got some strong opinions about those teams up from uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Let's talk yeah. about the Minnesota Wild. Where did they come from, Dylan? Um, well, the Minnesota Wild are one of those teams that you never think is really good, and they're always kind of underestimated. And then before you know it, it's late in the playoffs, and they're still around. They just stick around. They're always going to be there. Um, another team I'd like to draw attention to is the Blues. They, Louis, um, yeah. yeah, they defeated the Hawks and in Game Seven just last night. They look very good. Um, they've got strong defense and uh, they can put the puck in the net, you know. So uh, look out for some top chat out of the uh, out of the St. Louis Blues. I'm interested to hear your opinion, Rowan. I know you're more of a lacrosse guy, but talk about lacrosse on the ice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I was on an airplane and um, the lady next to me was from Minnesota. And um, she kept talking to me um, about her city, a lot of ice fishing down there. But something that really stuck out uh, to me about Minnesota life was that I think she said her city had about 1,500, maybe 2,000 people, and they had something like two ice hockey rinks. So just how big it is up there, you know, and all the local talent they can probably pull from, I'm not that surprised that Minnesota's here. You know, this is the... NHL, right? It's not local talent. Well, I mean, they can pull it up, though, if they want to. Up there, I think it's just kind of genetic. Right. Yeah. So, Rowan, do you think that if you laced up some with some skates on, do you think that you could be a good hockey player? Um, I used to play street hockey with Sam Eaton and Liam Neville back in the day. Sam Eaton, absolute garbage player. Um, known for his known for his just flopping and general nonsense in upper bronze. Lower bronze, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> One of the worst players. We're talking, ho- we're talking hockey division. We're talking hockey Pre- division. Yeah. Okay. He, um, yeah. my dad gave him a spot on the team, and he quit after the first game. Wow. After posting an Instagram picture saying my road starts here or something like Wait, that. Wait, your dad plays lower bronze? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. What is his name? Quinn Hart. That's hella funny. He's on the Rink Monkeys. Shout out to the Rink Monkeys. <laughs> the Rink shout Monkeys. Out, shout out to my Monday night team, the Deeks of Hazard. Uh, we just took a fat loss last night, but we're coming back. Are you lower bronze? No, I'm gold. Oh. <laughs> oh, classic gold. My dad went upper bronze for a little, but got a little competitive, so they dropped back down wow. to lower bronze. <laughs> Those upper bronze games get very intense. I've what seen it? some fights break out. Yeah. I'm always telling people, Davis is a small town. Look at this. Rowan Hart's dad is yeah. playing bronze right with, yeah. with Dylan Lee. You Look should it. see it. Last game, uh, my dad's, uh, one of the guys on his team got angry because of a ref call and just poured a water bottle over the court. Wow. Which ruined it for the rest of the players. Um, my dad was pretty heated after that. So I've seen a guy in, in upper bronze who just kept his iPad on the bench and just played it <laughs> in between shifts. So this is, I, I, this is the level we're dealing with here. I'm not that familiar with prep hockey. Can you fight in prep hockey? It's, is, it's is just adult thing? league hockey. It's it's basically a beer league. Uh, it's a beer league. Just, just got, uh, so gold 
Gold Division where I play, I haven't played anywhere else, but um, it's people who, you know, used to be pretty good, are still pretty good, and just uh, are old and fat now. So it's, uh, you know. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's a little this, a little that. Great stuff. Crack a little beer cans after the game is what he always does. I um, actually don't do that. I actually don't. No, my dad. I'm not talking about Dylan. Oh, okay. Uh, in the lower bronze, it's usually a lot of... Uh, a lot of old guys drinking after the game, talking, then driving. Probably not the safest, but it's what they do. <laughs> so, again, I have no knowledge of any crimes that have ever been committed. <laughs> All right, that'll wrap up our Chell segment. <laughs> now we're going to talk about Major League Baseball. MLB. So some headlines from um, nice abbreviation. Headlines from baseball um, this past week. Jake Arrieta on the Chicago Cubs actually threw a no hitter. The Cubs have not won a World Series title in over a hundred years. Are they the real thing, Dylan Lee? Um, I mean, obviously they're not going to win the World Series this year. Um, it's just not going to happen. Like, statistically and just like as a joke wise, like it's just too funny that the Cubs never win World Series, and it, it's not going to end anytime soon. I I don't see it happening. Now. Um, a team that I do believe has a legitimate chance looking at history, the San Francisco Giants. I know I bring it up. I brought it up before. Um, it is an even year. The Giants look very good, sure. um, as always. Their infield is probably one of the best, if not the best, young infields in the league. Um, with, you know, Panic, um, Matt Duffy, Brandon Crawford, Brandon Belt all playing. Uh, the rotation is looking stronger as we go. Um, Johnny Cueto is looking like a solid signing. Jeff Samarja, jury's still out, but um, he could he could be a solid contributor. Uh, Matt Cain looks like he's pretty much done, but that's okay. What about the man um, behind the plate, Buster Posey? Buster Posey, obviously, he's always going to be a great player. Um, usually an MVP contender in the National League. Um, one of the best players, one of the best catchers at this point. Um, at this point in his career, when you compare him with some of the better catchers of all time, you know, Bench, uh, some of those great players, he's up there, if not better than all of them. Um, he's already won three World Series. Uh, so that's just more on his resume. So one of the best players in the league, as always, and he should lead the Giants to a World Series, if you ask me. Sure. Rowan, do you have any strong feelings for any certain team in baseball right now? Uh, I definitely agree with Dylan that um, the Giants have been there before. They know how the ropes work. Um, they had a five-game losing streak at first, but uh, they snapped it. So they allegedly back had a five-game losing streak. Allegedly. Classic. Um you know, I'm from Arizona, so I'm hoping the D-backs will step it up this year, but not likely. I'd say um, we're going to see a lot of the similarities. Are you that from we saw Arizona? Last year. Is that why you have those cactuses in your front yard? Exactly. I always like it when wild. someone mentions the Arizona Diamondbacks because, as you know, I'm a lover of stadiums. And let me tell you, Chase Field out in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, actually has an interesting feature out in um, right center field. They actually oh, the have pool? a pool in that stadium. Yeah, so that's they had the All Star game there either last year or a couple of years ago. They did. Yeah. Hit home runs in that pool in the home run derby. So there's your fun stadium fact from uh, this episode of Take It to the Hub from me. There, you're not you're not going to find that anywhere else. True. A little stadium fact. All right. There's nowhere to find stadium facts except for Take It to the Hub. That's there true. Stadiumfacts.com. No, that, that, I haven't created that yet. Uh, that's not a real IP address. Don't tell no, them about that. It's embarrassing. All right. Next thing we're going to talk about from baseball is um, Bryce Harper. Well, um, I've never been a fan of Bryce Harper before this year. Uh, I drafted him in my fantasy baseball league. He's looking very strong so far, and I have to say he's converted me to a fan. Uh, at this point, he's pretty much far and away the best hitter in the National League, if not the entire uh, MLB. Um, he's got ridiculous power. Um, 
just contact too. He hardly ever strikes out. He's just turned into pretty much far and away the best hitter in Major League Baseball. And did you notice that he has he has a Subway endorsement now? He's in a lot of Subway commercials. Oh. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so that take that as what you will. So right, Bryce Harper has had a hot start. The other guy who I want to highlight who has had a hot start is Trevor Story. I believe he has eight home runs already to start this young season. Is he legit, and are these hot starts from people like Trevor Story something that's going to continue on for the rest of the year, or is it just kind of a fluke occurrence? Well, you got a lot of really talented young players. you got Correa um, on the Dodgers. You've got that guy on the Yankees. Um, so just a lot of good players coming up, um, young talent, as we've seen over the past couple of years recently in the MLB. Um, a lot of players coming out of Cuba, too, that have been making a big impact on the league. Uh, and you got, you know, Cespedes, Puig mm-hmm. over the last maybe five years. So definitely the talent is changing in the league. Um, your, you know, Prince Fielders, your Albert Pujols are starting to, to enter into decline. And there's a lot of new players. Obviously, Bryce Harper, best hitter in the league now. Um, Trout, obviously, those are two of the more um, attention-grabbing players. Uh, but guys like Story are coming up and starting to make a really big impact, and I think they're here to stay. Well, I have a question for you guys. Um, do you think we'll ever find it to be allowed um, muscle-growing substances? Would they ever be allowed in the league? What's it's funny that Rowan them? brings this up because it's often, it seems like a recurring thing that we talk about steroids True. and performance-enhancing drugs on Take It to the Hub. But um, I think I actually have a theory about this. I think that we should make an all-steroid league. Absolutely. I think oh. it should be two different. You know how they have wrestling and then like the staged wrestling? Sure. I think it should basically be baseball and an all-steroid league. So there, there is the MLB still. But the only concern would be that if there eventually gets more money put into the all-steroid league, then some of the better players would just start using steroids and then the MLB would turn into garbage. The question for that, what if there is a robot league? <clears throat> I'd say. Not looking in the near future. What, are you going to build these robots? Let's say when we have mechanical mans, do you think people would be interested in a robot? I don't know if Rowan Hart told the truth. Before we started this episode, he told me he had not listened to any Take It to the Hub prior. We have (laughs) talked about a robot league. We always talk about robots in sports and steroids, and you just brought both of those up. Either it's like a supernatural thing. All the signs are pointing to a lot of lies coming out of your mouth. I think, no, I don't think think it's a lie. I think he was destined destined to be on Take It to the Hub and maybe take over next year. Either that or he's secretly a huge fan. (laughs) I think there's there's something here that's clicking, and I really like it. Yeah, definitely. So, Uh, yeah. Robots robots in the league... um, I'm not. A, I'm very against robots in the league. They're just too powerful. Um, the too threat powerful. of them taking us over is just too much. Right. But having their own league, um, like a separate but equal type thing, uh, definitely, definitely, I'd agree with that. All right. So now I think we're going to start our little game. This is where I'm going to throw some topics at you, and you're gonna you're gonna tell me if they're overrated or underrated, and then just tell me why you think that. First one. Pablo Sandoval, um, a few weeks ago, a video surfaced of him taking a swing during batting practice, and his belt actually snapped off and came undone. Pablo Sandoval, he obviously, he's known for being overweight, being a big guy. Belt mishap, overrated or underrated, or just him as a player? I'm going to have to go with underrated. I think Pablo Sandoval is definitely a better player when he's fat. I watched him very closely over the years that he was here in San Francisco. Um, and I hated him passionately when he left to go play for Boston. Um, the Panda, as he's known, is a player who kind of goes against conventional wisdom and plays a lot better when he's fat, generally speaking, with the exception of that one year, I think it was 2010 or 11, 
where he was up to like 290 and um, just things weren't very good. But generally, when he's slimmed down, he has hit worse, I think. So I I do believe Pablo Sandoval needs the fat to survive. I mm -hmm. think he kind of lives off it. I think he it definitely feeds his energy um, and he's more powerful with it. But also within reasonable extent. Uh, Pen uh, Panda or Pablo Sandoval, I'd say, is underrated. Um, I'd say the belt is overrated. Um, as an MLB player, you think you'd be able to get equipment that could uh, not just snap. But, you know, the fact that he's a professional, he want, needs top-of-the-line stuff, and he's getting belts, I think that belt is way overrated. I'd stop using that kind of belt, I'd say. Actually, I think we should look into some kid conspiracy theories because I've never really heard of the belt snapping that easily before. Yeah. I think he's just fat, I'll be honest. I yeah. think he's being set up by the league. You never know. Or Michelle Obama. It couldn't be Michelle Obama. <laughs> Rowan's very right. All right, <laughs> next topic. Rowan, you might have a strong opinion on yep. this. Holy Cross University. Um, definitely underrated. Uh, for the first time ever, uh, their lacrosse team just made it into the Patriot League tournament. Um, I'd say looking at recruits that they get, they um, uh, for their lacrosse team... Um, just now, two years ago, they got a new coach, and he just he's going after it. He's uh, I think he's getting one of the best classes in the country coming in next year. Um, he's got one from San Diego that's uh, ranked in the top 100. Uh, his class after that is 2017 class coming in. I heard he's got some good players. Coming he's from got that some class. good. He's got some good players coming from that class. Um, he's working with the ones he gets now. Uh, really talent. I think the university itself, beautiful campus, uh, Worcester, the city. Could use some work. Used to be industrial. Now it's kind of just there. How do you know so, so much about so Holy Cross? So Dylan Lee is looking a little lost here. Rowan, can you explain to him geographic location of, of Holy Cross? Yeah, I can. Um, it's 45 minutes out of Boston and 45 minutes out of Providence. So if you can imagine um, just a little bit in from the coast, um, near Rhode Island. It's in Massachusetts. How do you guys know so much about Holy Cross University? Just keep Am going, Rowan. Just keep going. Yeah. Am I in the dark here on He's something? Like, yeah, just keep um, going. <laughs> their basketball team, I'm sure a lot of you guys know. Um, they just made it to the uh, tournament after winning the Patriot League. Huge underdogs. Uh, and then they even won the first game of the Patriot League tournament. Uh, really, they got a new athletic director, and um, everything's turning around. Uh, right now, they have a couple sponsors, but I'm going to say in the next couple of years, they switch it over to Under Armour oh, wow. and get all their gear. The AD and the Under Armour head guy have a uh, close relationship. So they're going to be looking pretty fly. Yeah. Um, another part about that is uh, I don't know if anybody knows their heart center. It's where the basketball team stadium is. Heart Center. Yeah. That Coincidence. It's my last name, too. Wow. Um, it's getting a couple... Is it spelled the same way? It is spelled the same way. That yeah. is cool. That's a little bit suspicious. It's a little suspicious, but yeah. Um, they just got a bunch of money, and they're renovating the whole thing. That's cool. Integrating. It's a whole new facility coming up. It'll be available in uh, the summer of 2018. Really excited where that program's going in a whole of athletic department is uh, exciting. So obviously a program on the up and up, Dylan. Let's hear over or underrated Holy Cross University. You just heard about. I'm gonna it from have Rowan. to say they're a little overrated. Wow. Um, After I'm, all I'm, that, still I'm extremely that. confused as to why you guys know so much about this university that I've never heard of in my life. I'm surprised you haven't um, heard of it. It's a pretty big university. Judging, judging by the name, um, Holy Cross seems a little bit redundant. Most crosses in Christianity are generally holy, and most holy items uh, have to do with the crucifix. Um, what about a crosswalk? I'd say that's not that holy. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you've never been to the Holy Cross University where all their crosswalks. Yeah, I, think, I think he has been to the Holy Cross University. <laughs> Actually, I think you do. But so, so overall, 
Overrated, you're saying? Overall, very overrated. I don't buy into any of the hype. Last one. Will Bodendorfer, overall oh. as a human being, overrated or underrated? Ron, you want to take this one Actually, first? Actually, you can go ahead okay. and take this well, one first. So, oh, Will Bodendorfer, things are getting very complicated here. Um, I know he is going to edit this at some point. Um, so, Will, if you're listening, um, you're a great guy. Off the record, however, um, I don't really, I don't really like his attitude. I don't really like the work ethic that he brings. This uh, kind of thing. Is he there is. a work ethic he brings to the well, thing? He's not here right now. Yeah, I mean, to summarize, it's really just non-existent. Like yeah. he, he claims to be sick today, yet I saw him earlier today just walking around town. So doesn't sound I don't like a sick person to me. Even, exactly. Now, sick he's in the head, also, maybe. That's possible. Yeah, exactly. He's also uh, just known to be just extremely disrespectful of my beliefs in general um, on this show. I, I really just disagree with a lot of what he says, a lot of what he believes in. Um, yeah. So this he is actually, cool this is actually gonna. Um, I'm, cool I'm gonna relate this over to um, Twitter at DHS Hub. Um, okay. Look tonight, Tuesday night. We'll probably start this around 5 p.m. There will be a poll. <clears throat> Should Rowan Hart replace Will Bodendorfer for the remainder of the yeah, high, high school year on get out of the Hub? And vote. Um, it's very important. You know, we're gonna do everything we can to get Will Bodendorfer impeached from Take It to the Hub. Um, Rowan Hart yeah, I hasn't mean, put on a very strong performance thus far. I will admit he's been a little underwhelming, but really, you can't get much worse than Mr. Bodendorfer. That's very true, Rowan. Um, yeah, uh, you know, with him not showing up today, um, I don't know how sick you have to be to not be able to talk. But um, he was on the phone and he talked, so we did hear him for a few seconds. Right? So he that seems, seems kind of fishy to me. Suspiciously healthy. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say overall as a human being, um. I'd say physically, he's a little underrated. I, okay. uh, the genetics his mom passed on, I'd say, is pretty pretty top-notch, I'd have to say. Absolutely. Um, many, can, we, can we stop and give a hand to Mary Bodendorfer? Yeah, Mary Bodendorfer. You've done a great job, Mary. You've blessed um, us with think, a wonderful human being. I think you could ask some women and maybe some um, some other people. Uh, they'd say that Will Bodendorfer is an attractive man. Um as a human, as a matter, as a, matter as a of physical a, being. That's a matter of opinion. Obviously. That's a matter true, of opinion. True. Clearly, um, he's built some muscle on those, on those bones. Mrs. Bodendorfer gave him. Yeah, but, creatine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as his personality, though, uh, definitely uh, the will that he has to make something great isn't all there. I'd say <laughs> if he's, you know, if he's not I'd take it to the hub today. He's yeah. really not the best will he can be, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just like it's just a waste, like so much potential there and he's such a just a bad guy, you know. It's you know, like, you notice that he wears a different watch every few days? I mean can, oh, I, can really, guy, uh, How many different ways are there to tell the damn time? Yeah. He has a phone, I've seen it. Yeah. Just, just, it just shows he's indecisive. Yeah. I just I don't like any of it, you know? Um yeah, if I could just make an analogy here, uh back, mm. going back to my body uh part. It's like if somebody had a Lamborghini and they were racing and they just like tapped on the gas and was like, oh, okay, that's how much I'm, that's how much gas I'm putting in, that's how much I'm using. Are you saying Will's body in. is like a Lamborghini? I'm saying Will's he's body saying is a Lamborghini. He's not, he's not utilizing but he's not it to using the, full the gas. Yeah. What exactly? I would see you exactly what Will Hart is saying. His body for what? What exactly would you recommend that Will uses his body for? Um, something more than he's up. using yeah, it right now. He could easily. Good, true. He could, he could be in this room. He could be start. in this room. All right, well, unfortunately, we or are... Or he could pick a college to go to. Too. He that's could. Cool. He could do that. Let's, yeah. Is that what he's doing right now? Probably not, because he's lazy. Wait, but uh, that's going to wrap up our episode of Take It to the Hub. Thank you guys for watching, uh, listening, I guess. Um, Rowan, thank you for coming on. You might be well, back. You better My not pleasure. cut that last part. 
Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, and you have a great Tuesday. Take it to the hood.